Hey guys, just letting you know this episode contains topics about self-harm, suicide, um, and all the mental health kind of stuff. So if you wouldn't like to listen to this episode because of that, we completely understand. Please enjoy for everyone who does continue to listen. Thanks, guys. Be well. The mind. It is powerful, yet sometimes it can be our worst enemies. I've been going to therapy for a, a little while now, um, trying to get my mental health under control. It's been very positive. It's been very cool. It's been a great thing. And you just had a session with Dr. K, who is a online personality and doctor of psychology and psychiatry mm-hmm. and the mind, you know. I don't know. I'm just giving him degrees right now. <laughs> I'm just, he, probably, no, he probably has a degree in engineering as well. But, yeah, so you did like a therapy kind of yeah. session thing yeah. online. Very cool. My name's Creator. Um, I do the streaming and YouTube and all that kind of jazz. And this and is... I'm Loser Fruit. Yeah. Otherwise known as Fruity and I do, yeah. do it too. And um, mental health is like a big topic in our area. In yeah, like, it's huge. And well, everyone's and it's area, important. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I know like a lot of people that have very unhealthy <laughs> <laughs> lifestyles yeah. and mentality. And I'm yeah. going to say that I'm one of them for quite a few years Really? Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'd say, like, I say, really, but no, you no, know. I mean, like, you but lifestyle-wise, to me, you seem okay. Like, what's the worst thing that you do lifestyle-wise, though? I overstress myself, and oh, is that, wait, I thought lifestyle was like you know behaviors, like behaviors. Yeah, like going to the gym. You go gym, like you look after yeah. you. You eat enough. Like you wake <laughs> up early, don't you? Do you get enough yeah, sleep? But then I That's snack, and then I get depressed about my snacking. Oh, you snack? Then, yeah. oh, you snacking? Yeah. Snackies! Oh my goodness. And I have panic attacks. I've had oh. a few panic t- attacks in Jeez. the last few years. And just, yeah. I mean, I, I don't have it too bad, but it's just something good to talk about, particularly when we are in such a, th- we work for ourselves. We work on our own time and we work to please the online area. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, that's what I've been going through with therapy lately is focusing on Nathan, you know, and doing what Nathan wants to do. You know, so I want to drive. I don't drive. I've never driven because I work from home. I get too focused. But you bought a work. car recently. And Congratulations I bought a car. to yeah. Craig. You bought a car recently. Yeah, I bought a car. Um, so did you. I yeah. did. I did as well. I love it. You were kind of waiting for me <laughs> yeah, to say Yeah, I was. That. I was. <laughs> um, <laughs> with 26, 27 yeah, and, uh, years hell old. Yeah. And we've just bought our first car. Yeah. Both of us. And you bought a house, which is a great thing to do. Yeah, and you will uh, too. And yeah, I'm great, about to know? buy a home. It's a good um, life steps. <laughs> yeah, big life steps. Like adult adult things Mm. you know and like progressing through life I think is really important and sometimes when you do work from home you focus in too much on pleasing others I think you know like your internet persona how you're viewed by the world is what you get your self-worth out of and accomplishment and achievement whereas now I want to feel accomplished in all areas with my relationship with my family who I've reconnected with. God, it's you know, kind of fucked women. though. Thinking about it too, it's just kind of fucked how much, uh, not just you and me, but every a lot of people we know focused mm. so hard on their videos and stuff that they yeah. neglect the things around them. That's kind of fucked yeah. to think about. It's but it's, it seems so important to us to be like career because yes. everyone loves to talk about a career. Everyone loves to talk about someone who is inspiring and he's doing great things. And I'm like, whoa, that's, that's kind of fucked. But what about like, yeah. <laughs> what about the other things? What about family? Like even my own mind is like, that is, that is like what you should be doing 90% of the time. That's yep. kind of fucked. <laughs> For me, it was like before we moved into the click house and stuff like that. And I started doing this more seriously. I used to always joke with people and call myself a family man. Like I'm a family man. I'm family driven. 
And then I think I lost that for a bit, which was damaging to my mentality. And now I've got it back and I look towards inspiring men like Jason Momoa, who has two beautiful children, a wife. You know, I look towards these like people that, that inspire me in family values more lately. It's been really good. Yeah, it's been really good. How so was what is um what is your like history with you know mental health and like yeah how you've been through yeah well for me for the longest time I think I've always been quite doom and gloom especially in the last two years two years to a year and a half is when you know things for me started I feel to go downhill um but now I'm actually doing something about it you know it's like I woke up one day. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God, I don't feel too good. I better see some therapy, you know. And um, going to therapy has been really good. But I'd say, you know, bouts of depression, definitely. Yeah. Um, what does that entail? Like, what? For me, it's long periods of absolute sadness. Um, so I'd say for me, it's being sad for no reason. I get that a lot. And then I do have like some reasons for being sad, but the amount of sadness I feel is not comparable to these things, right? And randomly just feeling awful about myself, um, you know, and kind of not treating myself nicely, you know, like for the longest time now I've, I've started to feel, um, well, I did find no enjoyment out of movies. I felt like I couldn't really taste food that great. Um, I wasn't finding enjoyment in video games or streaming or any of my relationships. And I would just feel crap all the time about these things. Just, you know, and then I feed into it. So I'd listen to really sad music. <laughs> yeah, I'd, he's I, got that Joji on. <laughs> Joji, you know, for me, it would be, um, and Fruity, you know this, but, you know, I'd be out on the balcony looking out towards this beautiful view, you know, but I've got Joji playing, you know, and it's like all sad and upsetting and I've got a single tear going down my eye. You kind of have like the movie moment person. I'm the movie moment guy, yeah. (laughs) You think you're in a movie and that everything is super, way more dramatic than it is. I'm the centre of the universe. Like feeds (laughs) into your like depressive balance. Yeah, yeah. What about you? What's Um, your history? for, For me, so I guess like the worst time was probably, I guess last year, Mm. Um, and the year before, it's when I started having panic attacks. It was the year before. I've only had a few like actual panic attacks. I've had panic, but not the actual attack thing where you are kind of, you are just rendered useless and you think you're going to die. That's you don't like, have that. Or you no, do. No, I have had that a Ooh. few times, but there's Damn. like, there's two different things about it. Um, and uh, yeah, no, recently I've had it in this house actually, where I just- Here. Yeah, I just laid in the couch all day. I was just, mm. I don't know if you remember that day. I was just I do on remember the couch that day, all day and I just couldn't do anything I and do. I just felt so upset. And I remember that. Yeah, you know, I, I do remember that day. Mm. Yeah, sometimes it's hard because, you know, I did do psychology at uni, but I don't think I learned any real strategies towards helping others. You know, mm. that comes later. Mine yeah. was all theory. Yeah. And I remember on that day when I saw you laying on the couch and you were so distraught and silent and just really upset. I didn't really know what to do for you. So I remember just sitting there for a while and then giving you space, um, which I think is all you can do. What does it feel like? Can I ask? Um, Yeah, so I guess I had the first one in like a new year's a few years ago and it was like, it it does feel like you're going to die and it like your Mm. mind tricks your body into thinking you're having the same symptoms as like um like a sorry is it I think it's like a heart attack or some sort of something like that you feel like you're you're actually physically unwell but wow. just you're mentally unwell 
Um, uh, quite a few people listening might know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And um, I bet they do. Yeah. And it's uh, definitely something that I think is caused probably by stress and overthinking, I would say. I'm mm. not sure. It's not one particular thing. But, yeah, no, I had that a few times in, in the house and maybe like twice before moving into the click houses. And it's just – it's horrible because normally when you – if you're like – depressed you anxious and stuff like that you can still function most yep. of the time yeah of course most you can people still listening do like would probably have these moments but they're still functional and they're like you know it doesn't take me down fully but damn it does make it everything a lot harder yeah um but no nah, this just renders you 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 useless you're just sitting there and you're just like panicking and shaking and and it kind of like everything just doesn't matter and yeah. yeah you said something really interesting that i relate to a lot you mentioned overthinking Mm. And that's what always gets me bad yeah. is when I don't have anything to do. So for me, it was the dichotomy between moving away from my work a little bit um, because that was mentally help, helpful for me and realizing that I did have people around me that loved me that weren't just names on the internet. Um, and But the problem with moving away from my work was then I was bored and I would think more about the mistakes yeah. and I'd had such regret and guilt and not only that, but then I wanted to, and I want to get relationships back that I had lost because my big mental health problem was um, ghosting people. Me and you have talked a lot about that, but I would just abandon people for no reason other than maybe a little bit of greed, but also sheer panic. I think with me, I've always been a little bit scared to actually let people fully into my life. It feels really good to now be doing that, to be like, yes, I do want to allow people to come into was my it, life. Was um, it overthinking that made you ghost people or that, that you think – or did you mm. – what, what, what was it that – I think when it comes to ghosting people, it is a lot of overthinking, yeah, and thinking the worst of others, um, lack of communication on my side. And, uh, you know, when I would stop talking to somebody, um, which I've done to a lot of people, it would be because – Oh, like I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to say the things that I truly felt. And then I would talk to others about the situation. They would say things like, you know, focus in on, you know, why you're ghosting them. And they would kind of reward my bad behavior in some ways, if that makes sense. So I felt like when I would, yeah, I was getting rewarded for that bad behavior when I didn't, I've always said to people, I don't want to ghost people. Mm. I didn't want to do that. I didn't, the action that I did was not in line with my thought. So my thought didn't match my behavior. And now it feels really good to finally, you know, nobody thought that Nathan was going to buy a car. Nobody. Like you probably were surprised when I was like, I bought a car. Yeah. You know, when I'm saying I'm buying a house now, like nobody thought I was actually going to do it. Like I was actually going to go through with it. Now next week you can be like, hey guys, I bought I a bought house. I bought a house, and yeah. It's like your address and then, yeah. Yeah, I'm what? sick of running. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's always run, 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 mm -hmm. run away from my problems. There's a big issue here that I'm scared of. I I'll run from it. Not anymore, um, but I would run from it. And it feels really good going to therapy and talking to old friends, talking to old loved ones and realizing like, man, like this is what I want. I want to communicate with you. I want to make things better. And I am a good person and I am a good man, but I've just made mistakes. Mm. And those mistakes in the past, they don't define the moment where I never lived. I always lived in the past or the future. I never lived in the moment. And mm. now I've got a tan you know, Fruity, you see me? You know, I'm looking People after myself can't a little. See you. I've been going to the gym again. Yeah, he looks tan. He looks healthy. He looks yeah. healthy. I'll confirm that, healthy. I guess. It's good. 
Um, I was going to just, I want to ask you about your therapy, but I was going to say mm. one more thing about like panic attacks is yeah. that there's moments where you feel panic, where you feel like a panic attack is coming on. Right. And um, So you know it's coming. A lot of the time, yeah. Sometimes you can't right. do anything about it. But um, a thing that helped me a lot because we were talking about overthinking is focusing on one object and almost pretending to be that object, which sounds weird or something. But mm. like that's all that matters in that life is this pen, that cup. That's all that matters. And that really, that really helps me. It's and a then cool it strategy. Really like, it's kind of like meditation, but also, but also thinking you're an animal so object. You, you literally, like this cup, I'm holding yeah. up a cup, right? I'm, I'm holding. I'd be like. You, you think I, you're this cup with eyes and a nose and ears. <laughs> no, I don't, over, I don't overthink that, but I'm just like, That's this crazy. is all that matters right now. Is this or the cup, cup is all that matters. You can be the cup if you I want to be. be. Yeah, you can be one of I can transform myself into this little mug here. Sure. <laughs> the power of the mind. Okay, now you're overthinking the cup thing. Now, now it's defeated the purpose of the exercise, I feel. Like. <laughs> okay, you're not the cup. <laughs> the cup just grew a mustache. Oh my God, I can't think of how I'm going to be the spoon as well. Okay, all right, all right. This is not, okay, this is not uh, a strategy that works on all people, maybe just it's me. It's not working for me, Fruity. Oh God, now I'm overthinking. He's <laughs> Anyway, oh let's, let's let's zero in. Oh my god, I gotta sell my car. Okay, okay, oh okay, okay. Focus, yeah. focus. Yeah. So you've been going to therapy for a few weeks, right? Yeah, now. it's been really good. Yeah, it's been really good. So, what made you decide to finally go to therapy after talking about? Because you, he, Craig would often be like, "Yeah, I should really go to therapy because I've got a lot of things to get out," but he never would. So, what made you finally decide? I was always so scared and embarrassed about going to therapy, but I was never embarrassed for other people. I would always encourage others, you know, especially with relationship advice and stuff and relationship therapy. I'd always be like, go and see someone and talk through your problems and communicate to one another or, you know, um, communicate to a therapist. And it's just so great. But for me, this really weird thing was happening where I thought I was weak. It's kind of egotistical, right? Where I thought I should be better. I always had that. Um, and in therapy, we've kind of linked that back to my childhood a lot. Um, you know, little things that especially male figures um, in my life would say to me, um, you know, like man up, grow up, you must be strong, yeah. especially mental um, stuff. And when I decided to go to therapy, I think I just realized almost, you know, Again, three months ago when we moved into this house, it was a real big snap for me and just getting away from everything felt very positive. And, you know, I just woke up one day and just thought, man, I need, I, I need help. And for that's those okay. Who, but like for those who are listening who are thinking of going to therapy that haven't just woken up one day, is okay. there anything like another thought that you could maybe suggest that, that came to your mind that, that pushed you to go that way? Did you just – was was like us – telling you to do it like helping at all or like what mm. um it was you a lot it was you it was marcus especially marcus especially um even though he he didn't outright say go to therapy just talking to him just talking to others really helped me and talking to real friends and being starting to realize that it's okay and it's going to be okay and it is just a walk it is just an uber ride it is just a drive it is just a train ride you know sometimes um with my thing is running from things you just think it's too much it's just the world sucks and i can't do anything about it you can do something about it and that's a very powerful thought when you realize you can do this um and when i realized i can drive you know 
I'm 27 years, years old and I'm petrified of driving on the road. Why? Because I don't believe in myself to do it, you know? Um, but now I believe in me. I really do. I believe in me in this moment right now. I believe I can do better and I will do better and I am getting better and I will be completely better. And that's just the way it's going to go. So for anyone who's waiting or can't, or, or thinks they can't go to therapy, I know, uh, you can do I've it. I've been on the other side where I'm just like, it is a full-on walk. That sounds like forever. Like I yeah. don't like walking that much. Uber <laughs> drive. I don't want to spend $15. I've got to move my legs. <laughs> i got to walk. Yeah. got to use these meat sticks. I don't want to. Uh, oh, meat sticks. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry for that imagery. Um, and I think like I don't – I have this thing in my head where I, um, I think that, you know, it's great for other people – but I want to be stronger. Than That's exactly what I had. There. Word for you know, word. I was like, nah, you know what? I can do it on, on my own. I can find other ways to do well, it. What helped you? What made you start to reach out in those ways? Um, well, a lot of me hasn't really to be honest okay. with you i've tried therapy a few times in in the past and um, well that's a step and then i was on the um the thing with dr k who was talking to me a lot about it and that was really healthy actually mm. that was really helpful to think about how my mind worked mm. and how certain things um just how like i responded to things and what kind of person i am and that was really cool to see like because i don't really respond to emotional um uh, talk so much so that's what I think I had problems with in the, my previous therapy sessions is that I don't really, I don't have a bad childhood. I have a great childhood. I have yeah. a lot of, I don't have much emotional baggage. I'm a very fortunate person. Yeah. But I still like to know how my brain works in a very logical manner. Right, And so right. talking to him was the best thing, you know, best experience I've had with therapy because I was like, he, he gets he gets it. I wanted to speak about it on a very like in, intellectual, like s- smart, logical, like, it's just he makes did seem sense. that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. He seemed to pick and be logical and to make like yeah. a yeah. You, and you that works with my brain. Similar. And that's why I thought like it wasn't the it wasn't the fact that it was the therapy I was going to it was the therapists I had and they didn't know how I worked mm. at all and or how you I wanted an to work. And but now I know like this is how I like to be how I like to see things. Mm. And I thought that was that was interesting because I was like I'm not. As an emotional person, as I thought, I don't run off. I am emotional, but like as everyone is, but yeah. it's not how I like to view things. I thought that was well for me. Going <coughs> back onto that whole idea of you know what makes you go, and you saying that you know you didn't you didn't go for a long time, and you you know you kind of maybe don't like going. I have a quote: um, "Excuses are the tools of the inadequate." And I realized I was making silly excuses for not looking after myself. I love that quote. Excuses are the tools of the inadequate. Because these excuses, they are, they are, they're imaginary. They don't exist. These excuses of you don't have enough time. You have time. You can make time. You can make time for your friends, family, loved ones and have a blossoming, amazing career. You can make time to go driving. You can make time to buy a house. You always have time. And that was the biggest excuse of me for not going to therapy, for not doing things. I don't have time for a train ride, you know. And then one day you realise that in the past when you said you didn't have time, you did have time all that day. You sat on the couch watching fucking Netflix. <laughs> it's know. not what you wanted to do, but it's what you had to do and you felt better and after 
Exactly. Going to therapy then after watching Netflix for sure. Exactly. And sometimes the painful things, facing our demons, opening up the can of worms and saying, this is me world, like this is me to somebody else and having them give you actual tools, right? Not an excuse, not, not a tool of the inadequate, not an inadequate tool. That's what I'm not calling the person inadequate, but the excuse is an inadequate tool to use towards something, you know, and you shouldn't use it. You should express yourself and be yourself and let people know what you love to do and who you are and don't hide behind um, others. I did that like crazy, you know, I've always found myself if somebody else said something was right or the way to make a YouTube video, you know, like really think about my content on, on YouTube and streaming and stuff. It's always followed other people's formulas in the way of like mm. thumbnails, especially through Fortnite. You want to create your own. I want to be myself. Formula. That's why we started this podcast really. Yeah. Like, to create a different formula, a podcast. Cause you notice exactly. these episodes are pretty short. Cause sometimes podcasts can drag. Hey, you keep <laughs> ranting dog. You keep ranting. Do all these podcasts. <laughs> hey, I'm throwing a little bit of shade. <laughs> quack, quack, quack. Jesus. Maybe, we like, am I doing that a little bit today? I don't know. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, today might be an exception to that. It's, it's you know, different don't, don't, today. But it's, yeah, no, it's different. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> anyway. <clears throat> um, yeah, no, I think we're both on very different ends of the spectrum. Yeah, definitely. Um, of how we think. Mm, I'd definitely. Say. You're very emotionally charged. I'm very emotional. Um, very. And you're not. You're like a brick wall. <laughs> God, and it took me yeah, some time. Throw a tennis to, ball at me. I'm, see if it bounces back. I'm still, I got the sledgehammer, right? And you got your emotional wall up and I'm still, Dad, Dad, be my friend. Dad, yeah, let's do something today. Ah, you know, it's like... That's the first layer of wall gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, got, I've got through the first... I've got through the uh, paint. <laughs> I've got through the paint. Now I've got the sledgehammer and I'm breaking down the wall. You know, I've got my pickaxe and I'm, I'm mining. When you were yep. talking before about being the better version of you, do you mm. get like obsessed with that? Has that something you've always had? Um, no, it's not something I yeah. always had at all. Because um, it's definitely something I have where I'm just really? like, I must be better than myself. And if I don't have an inadequate day... I'm like, that's not good enough. Then I must be better. And I can't let myself think that that was enough. It sounds that quite day. like obsessive. A little bit, yeah. yeah. But I think it really ties into what a lot of streamers and YouTubers or people with like just high stress jobs where it like depends on you to your self-employed type thing. It depends on how much you effort you put in and what you get in return. Um, but yeah, that really gets me because I'm just like I wasn't enough today I could have done another video I could have done another post I could have done anything I wasn't the best person I could be today right and that's something I realized talking to Dr. K that I had an issue with we didn't really talk to through it entirely but it might be something I need to see a therapist about and like yeah hell yeah that I need that I should be okay because even though I say myself yeah that was okay today I'm in my mind I'm like no that's not good. And then I lash out on other things because I was like, I did not do enough today. I did not. <laughs> that is so, I, I don't want to use this word, but it's so strange as your friend to hear that from like a third party. Because when I see you, I see you as very achieved, very hardworking, extremely focused, but maybe that's part of the problem. You know, maybe you need to take fruity days and you need to have holidays and you need to relax, you know, like, and be rewarded by that one post you did make you don't have to make all these posts you know i see you as someone who's extremely hard working and focused like i said but yeah it's really interesting to hear that you don't feel like it's enough yeah when i see it as too much <laughs> yeah if i go one day and i don't do anything 
benefits work at all, I feel like, you know what, that was a bad day. I shouldn't have, that's, that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't my day. And I can guarantee you I'm not alone in that, in this. In yeah, the, no, you're, you're different from me in the regard that I get emotionally upset if I feel like I didn't push myself within the content. But if I don't post to YouTube, if I don't post to Twitter, if I don't post to Instagram, I don't give a shit. I don't care. But when I'm live streaming or when I am viewed in other people's content and I don't like the way I come across or I don't think I'm funny or I don't think I'm positive and what Cray Ada should be or Cray should be, then I get really disturbed. Mm -hmm. Then I start overthinking, you know, that was bad timing on that joke. Why didn't I say this? And I always overthink the past. Like when we do click shoots and I say something and it was a little too risky or because I, you know me, I like to push the envelope a little bit. Yeah. I'll look back and I'll be like, oh my God, how could I ever say that? Do you ever watch yourself in like click shoots or other people's Mm. videos and you're like, that wasn't enough? Like crazy. Really? Like crazy. When everybody, I used to, I used to also lie a lot about the extent of things. So everyone would be like, oh, you know, for example, I didn't watch the click video today and stuff. I was watching those click videos, you know. I was just telling everyone I didn't because everybody else said they didn't. Everyone was like, no, I didn't watch the video. You know, like Baz would be like, no, I didn't watch the video. I was like, I watched it. And I thought I was not funny in it at all, (laughs) you know. And and that would just tick, just tick, tick. And then, you know, there would be some shoots where – you know, because we're a PG channel on there. I would do something. Are well, we there? We've kind of evolved. But remember we, when I picked mm. up a knife and popped a bubble and every, uh, popped a balloon and everyone was like kind of mad at me because I didn't. I use... actually don't remember that incident. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, it happened. And it, it, I was like, oh, damn. I'm just saying, some of the things that people get away with in the shoots. I mean, yeah. it's not PG, but like. Yeah. Yeah. Not PG now. But yeah. back then when we started, I think we didn't really know what we wanted to be. Actually, at the beginning, I thought we were like pretty. Really? But then we just look pretty cookie cutter, so that's what we... But anyway, you know, like I was just always obsessed with how I looked in content and it drove me mad. That's crazy because you are one of the most energetic people. Mm. You are definitely one of the most... The the best person, one of the best people on camera, I'd say, Mm. that has... That people can like feel your energy off um, the screen. So that's crazy to me to hear that you're very critical of yourself and your own performance. Yeah, very critical. <laughs> so I'm like, I give away, I give way less effort than, than you do. If I don't give effort for that whole week, I will be upset. And I would say depressed. I would say very, um, yeah, like my friend, um, I've met up with an old friend recently and she said, you know, you would always be on your phone when we were around each other, when you were in big groups of Thing, and you would be watching videos and like you would be just a zombie in real life. But if I put a camera in front of you, you'd perk up and you'd go crazy and you'd be you again. And it was really weird to see, you know, Nathan not doing well at all in life and being this super crazy obsessed person about what he seemed like on camera. And then, you know, when I am on camera, I am me again, you know, or I am somebody different. Um, but it was just... What do you think that is too? Do you think it's because you were on your phone too much? That you, or like? I think it's all of those kind of behaviours, on my phone too much, not going out enough, and when I did go out, not being in the moment. Yeah. Being in the moment is so important. I never realised why meditation, yoga, the gym, 
exercise of any kind, going out and early looking at a sunset or sunrise, you know, at morning and night, whatever, and actually doing things, going to a cafe instead of just having instant coffee, you know, going out for dinner with your friends, doing, doing matters because it gets you away from work. And especially when our work is at home, you know, one thing I regret about um, my ex-relationship um, with my with my old girlfriend and with my mother and sister and brother is I never took these people out. You know, I never went to things with them. I never did Valentine's Day. I never did birthdays. I never did Christmases. And when I did, like I was there, but I was thinking about streaming. I wasn't in the moment. I wasn't living. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have a lot of regret about wasted opportunities and wasted time. And what about my family? who wanted me there and wanted Nathan there. Was streaming, like, it's a very consuming thing. Mm. Was it very consuming for you that you had to be doing it whenever you were not doing it, you just had to be streaming? Is that the kind of attitude you had? Yeah, and I don't think that's true, you know. I don't think it is true. We can, us as streamers and online personalities, we can take time for ourselves. And once you realise that, it's so, it lifted so much off my shoulders when I said, I'm, go- I'm only going to do work today for four hours because I'm not having a good day. You know, we have those benefits. And, you know, with the bad sides of our work, why don't we take the good sides of our work? Right? Oh, yeah, the flexible time. We definitely exactly. have that. Yeah. We never take the positives with life, you know, and it's time that we started doing that more. It's a positive thing. Like I want this episode of this podcast for everyone listening, for everyone who watches this to realise that it's positive. It's all, it's all towards you know, bettering yourself yeah, and getting what you want. Yeah. What you want is important. Self-love. Yeah. <laughs> Self-love. Hey, you know. Fair. Um, yeah. But okay. So when you had, did you, so I particularly had some circumstances where I had a panic attack on stream, for example, or mm. I was like not feeling so great on stream, but I kept pushing anyway. Um, there was one, I remember I was playing Fortnite and I got so shaky and worked up. I just got panicky about it. And I just like, I couldn't do anything. And I remember that clip got shared around and everyone thought I was like having an orgasm or something like that. I'm not sure why. Reddit's Reddit. Orgasm? <laughs> yeah, they thought I was orgasm, like mid fight and I got killed. And what I was the, like, Hello, um, internet, <laughs> you <laughs> bastards. It's like a good thing I don't use Reddit that much or like look into myself I too love much. Reddit. You know? Hello, Reddit. Hey, guys. Hey, it's me. Yeah, Craig. I don't want to read comments about myself that often for, for that reason, you know, because yeah, they misinterpreted you what happened. You don't want to like, have a panic attack and for people to think that you had an orgasm. <laughs> oh, Lord forbid. Oh, no, man. <laughs> oh, Lord forbid. Oh, save us, Jesus. I was just so turned on by being killed, you know? <laughs> I- <laughs> so turned on by my own abilities and skills that I just couldn't help but orgasm while playing Fortnite. Oh, my God. And, uh, but the thing that sucks is, yeah, I was live streaming. So everyone saw that weak moment of mine. And I just, and I saw that clip going around. And I was like, I, I hate that I have to be so public with these things. Mm. Um, but then I've also, so how does like, being so public and talking about you very openly talked about your own mental health. Yeah. Um, how does that affect you that, the, that people are listening and that people think that you're, um, you're helping them. Cause a lot of comments mm. are like, Craig, you've helped me a lot. And that I've, I've seen those comments. I've seen those comments about myself too. Like, how does that affect you? It doesn't affect me, honestly. Yeah. It, oh, it affects me in a positive way, but never negative. If people want to take your advice, 
then that's up to them. It's up to the individual. I have never forced things down people's throats, you know? And if it does seem like I'm doing it, then you can always just click off. That's the beauty of the internet. If you don't like something, click off it. Don't look at it. Don't engage with it. Don't comment on it. Don't like it. Don't dislike it. Don't do anything to it. So if I'm on stream and I say something that is like, you know, have a great day, right? And someone's like, okay, because he said, have a great day, I will now have a great day. One, that's fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. But two, say if it was something about something that was negative, if then that impacts you, it's always about the individual and taking responsibility for yourself is very important. That's how I'm seeing the world now. Responsibility is important. Do mm. people ever come and comment of things and asking you for advice at all? All the time. Yeah. All the time. And if I give advice still, that's up to that person to take it, yeah. you know. Why? Why? How do you feel about that? Because we often have a, a circumstance. Live streaming can definitely hmm. be a thing. Open community thing. People can it come is. to us with quite um, like suicidal thoughts, even. Okay. And like, how do you respond to that? Does it like lately with um, suicidal thoughts or suicide ideation or thoughts of hurting oneself, self harm? I usually decline to comment at the moment, but. I usually say something positive, but it's not my place. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. And these are issues or moments in life where you should seek professional help. And that's the beautiful thing about being a streamer is you can try to lead someone just subtly, even if it's just seek help, man. Like you've got loved ones around you. Say something positive, say something energetic. And that's all you can do sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, um, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with admitting that I don't have the answers, but I can nudge you towards them. I can give you a little kick out the door, you know, a little punch, you know, a little punch out the door. Yeah, no, I find it extremely difficult when I read stuff like really? that. Really? Um, because that's like, I don't, I don't know. I oh, am right. not, I don't know how to help you. I wish I could, but I don't know how to help you. I think you do in some ways though. Like, I think you've got a bit of self-doubt there. Like, you can, you can say something like, Seek professional help. I don't have the answers, but mm, you can even do it. so, that does not ever feel good enough to oh, me. Oh, it's not good enough. Yeah, like right. I'm just like that is not a good enough thing to say. Mm. Like we have like we have like little bots come up, like sorry, little like chat messages come up that link to these sort of things, but that just doesn't feel enough, and I feel a lot of uh, guilt that I can't be more, and that 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 affects me a lot. And um, it's th this may sound a little bit crazy but that's not your responsibility no, it, I think. It, it's not it is up you know? and you are doing it mostly to the inv individual when it comes to things like that but it's like it's still but do you i think you should recognize that you're doing enough just by being there you feel me like making funny content is what saves so many people you know like when i'm feeling down and i do watch a movie that does entice me and does make me smile and does make me laugh that's such a powerful thing and watching streamers and youtubers and online content you know like watching dog videos and cat videos and you know all of that kind of stuff it helps and that's enough that's enough from you you know it's a lot more than other people do some people don't do anything for their friends um and you know you're doing a lot for a lot of people mm -hmm. yeah i guess i just gotta kind of believe in that a bit more yeah you gotta yeah. believe in yourself yeah, and be okay with that it's sometimes it might not be enough and that's yeah. That's fine too. It's not your fault. Exactly. When yeah. you can't give enough or you feel like you can't give enough, that's okay too. Mm. You know, that's all right. That's not such a terrible thing. You're not a bad person. You're not evil. You know, it's like, you know, sometimes you don't have the answers. 
and you can try to find them. Like if you, if you really, really, really want, and that really bothers you, why don't you go get a degree in psychology, you know, and actually get your, you know, do your honours. Because even then I don't think I'd still have the capacity to help someone. Oh, I think you you would. You're very intelligent. Well, it's more like the capacity is in the time, I guess. Oh, for each individual. Every year, every time someone asks for help, I'm like, I don't know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Which which I feel like I'm kind of limited, but, you know, I do what I do, you know, do com comedy stuff you do fun things you just silly little videos and every now and then wholesome vlogs like that that kind yeah. of i guess it's got to be good enough my way of doing it i guess it is good to, enough i have to be okay with that you got a lot of voices coming at you thousands upon thousands you know if you get one hundred thousand views on a video to one million my god <laughs> like all the comments all the voices it's like you can't go through individually that's yeah. just not yeah. it's just not possible but yeah i think you're doing very well just something i think about a little bit yeah i think we're doing very well I think it's bloody positive. Mm, yeah, I know? hope I hope this um this podcast has been quite helpful to someone, or yeah. has at least been nice to listen to. I know some yeah. people don't like uh, to talk about feelings as much, but uh, or like listen to people talk about feelings as much. Yeah. But um, I hope it's been positive because that's what it is. You know, like even so, even even addressing the negatives and the fact that that's okay too. That's yeah. that's fine. It doesn't have to be all. Rainbows. <laughs> yeah. If I can do it, you can do it. I just like to say that as well. Yeah, like, that. Honestly, I was down in the dumps. I've made so many mistakes, so many bad ones. I have been a bad person a lot throughout my life. And recognizing that and realizing that, hey, I was the villain at times and I was the asshole and I was the jerk. And, you know, recognizing those things and being like, that does no longer have to be me. That's really positive. And, you know, believing that you can get better, believing that you can be better, um, just one step at a time, 1% every month is okay, you know, just smiling, you know, smiling at anything throughout the day. If that's your accomplishment, then fuck yeah, that's your accomplishment. Yeah, I was actually going to mention something else. I was yeah, going to say, go um, just because we were talking about suicide, sorry, this is, might be a triggering episode, might have to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that I remember a lot of times in the click house, I just wanted to throwing myself off those staircases that we had in the last mm. house. We had like lots of spirally staircases and I just wanted to throw myself off that yeah. a lot of the time. Oh, I just wanted to self-harm and I thought that was normal and I don't think it was. Mm. I think it's talking on thoughts of like suicide ideation and all of these intense topics of self-harm. It's an escape. It's trying to get away from it all. It's trying to run. That's how I view it. Someone personally out there may see it as something different. But, you know, whenever I've, I've had really dark, negative thoughts about ending it all and all of this kind of stuff, I've had those exact same thoughts, you know. I've had those exact same thoughts where I'm like, I've had it. I'm done. I can't deal with today and I can't deal with tomorrow and I can't deal with five years from now. I can't do it. Um, what always gripped me back to, you know, a positive feeling was, um, yeah, I don't want to run and today will be okay. And tomorrow is coming and it's going to be good and I can change. I think those attitudes are really, it's quite sad to hear that you had those thoughts because I never thought that you did. Mm. Um, but yeah, for the longest time, I think I've had those thoughts. I mean, Marcus um, always tells me it's always temporary and he's right. You know, life itself is temporary. He told me that too. Um, yeah. But that just still didn't click for me. I don't know. That was like not enough to help me get through. Yeah. I just had to distract myself with other things and then I'd, I'd soon forget about it. Like that would be my solution. I'd, I'd 
I guess, which I'm not sure how healthy that is. Um, but yeah, no, I, I couldn't stop thinking about how I deserved to be like. Really? Yeah. Deserved? Yeah. That's a very interesting word. I think deserved is very intense, you know, for such a such a sad act to go through with, you know, such a terrible well, not, thing to not leave the everything full thing, behind. But it's more like the self-harm thing that I deserved okay. it. That's that's what I thought. Right. Um, but, you know, I never really did anything. I'm <laughs> have, you, have you gone to therapy for that? Like no. that in particular? No, but I might. I think you should. I think I should. You know, yeah. I'll say it, I'll go to you therapy will. for yeah, that. I think that's cool. To yeah. see why I thought these things or what, like, there's some good methods behind it. I will. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about it on a podcast coming down later, like where we are now after you have been more yeah. through more sessions and I've started Hell doing yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know you felt like that though. That's actually really like kind of upsetting to hear friends say that, you know. Um, for me, I bet a lot of people have felt that way. Yeah. You know? I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. Like I don't yeah. have any reason to. I have bloody the most blessed life I have. It's great. <laughs> Isn't that the scary thing is even if you're living this amazing life where you're making all this money and being super successful, it's it's irrelevant. I have great friends too. I have great friends, great family. I have two little kitties. Yeah, two little (laughs) pussies. Oh, God. Oh, cray. Two little pussy Regardless. (laughs) Two little vaginas walking around. Oh, my God. You know what? Regardless, it doesn't matter (laughs) how... Your life is how good your life is in whatever perspective you think of. These thoughts can happen. That always okay. that made me feel pathetic at times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thinking that my life was great and why should I have these thoughts? I get that very – it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, like success guilt, you know, because I do earn a lot of money and I am successful in many areas of my career, I, I like to think, you know. You don't have um, the problems that a lot of people have. Yeah, which is I don't like struggle with rent. I don't struggle with money. And maybe that within itself is something that we need to change in society is a concentrating on material uh, value as a reflection of how well you're doing, mm-hmm. you know. Like just because you're a millionaire doesn't – like I remember – well, I don't remember the specific moment, but I know that I've seen comments about famous people coming out with depression, anxiety, panic attacks, issues, yeah. things like this. And people in the comments, they write such terrible things yeah. like, oh, yeah, just go buy yourself another Lamborghini. <laughs> it's like, mate, a Lamborghini doesn't make you not want to fucking, you know, hate yourself. Uh, like, Speaking of like famous people, there was um, Jake, Jake Paul wrote a tweet. I believe it was like, I don't know what it was, a few days ago. Mm. And, um, and he wrote... It was like uh, anxiety is all you. Like mm. you are responsible for your own anxiety, and mm. people lit up at him, just saying like, mm. so many like, no, this is <laughs> that. That's such a like a simplistic understanding of of what anxiety or depression. I can't exactly remember the tweet. Yeah, um, but yeah, what what do you think about that? That is very simplistic. Um, <laughs> there's a difference between making an excuse and saying I have anxiety because of, you know, everybody else around me is terrible or the society I live in is terrible. And there's a difference between that and feelings, I think, personally. You know, like what about the feelings of our modern society? You know, what about the kind of rat race that we're given? What about all these things that impact our lives every day, like you know, pressure, pressure is everywhere in, in today's society. I Mm. personally feel so to say that anxiety is all you, 
you know, and it's all in your head and you are completely and utterly responsible. That's not completely true. Mm -hmm. That's not completely true. It's everything. It's accumulation. Is that the word? Accumulation. Yeah, yeah. It's like everything around you, you know. Um, but I do, I, I have to admit, I do kind of like the attitude of being like, you can do this because yeah. it's you. you, you know? Yeah, it's I you. Do you can like take that. responsibility. You can exactly. change your perspective. Like I think that's what he meant. He just wrote, worded it in it's a weird too way. Straight. The way he yeah, wrote it is yeah, too straight. Yeah, and a lot of people were like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. But like there was some like merit and he was just trying to say, yeah, I think that's – he just wrote it wrong. Yeah. And then people overreacted to that. I think the biggest problem with what he is saying is – what about all the things that happened to me when I was a kid? Not very nice things at all, you yeah. know. I went through a lot when I was a child and I had a lot of things done to me and to my family. Um, you know, so to that I don't agree at all um, because now I suffer from those things in the modern day. I think back to those moments and, you know, so it's not all me. It's not yeah, all no. me. I'm not depressed because nothing happened. You know, I'm not depressed just because, you know. Yeah. It's, there are reasons. And even when I'm feeling down randomly and I feel as if there's not a reason, there's usually some underlying yeah. reason from the past or from even this. Even if it's past or if people have chemical imbalances. There's so many reasons. So for many things. It. Yeah. You know, what about the chemicals, the dopamine? <laughs> what about the dopamine, you know? And yeah. also the future always gets me down too. Do the you future, ever, thinking about the future. Getting, yeah. Did what, thinking about death get you down? Um, is that the, what do you mean by the future? Okay, just no, me. No, no, just the future. Just not knowing where I'm going oh, has always really? scared me. Yeah. I always thought that was exciting. The most exciting part was not knowing where I'm going, but death scares me. No, I th- death scares you. Yeah, I was in a plane last night and oh, the, the, yeah. the storms, the Sydney storms were awful. There was like lightning everywhere and our plane wouldn't land. And we kept doing loops and loops and in loops storm. in the storms. And mm. just, <laughs> just, I like, I'm fully aware that if, you, if lightning hits a plane, it's fine. Lightning has hit planes what? and it's fine. It's fine? Yeah, they can. They, they don't get zapped. You go, <laughs> like you get tased, no? I'm not sure about that, but like, oh, like you'll find the planes are built to with, to endure these sort of circumstances, but we kept looping around. I felt like I was going to be out there forever. People kept vomiting. I kept hearing vomiting like through it out that I'm just like, okay, so this is how I die. So I pull up my like little notes app and I wrote a little thing just, just in case oh, anyone saw it. No, <laughs> that was like, yeah, I was just like, okay, you know what? Because oh, I wrote, I think I'm going to die on this plane. <laughs> Don't want to be dramatic, but I was. <laughs> <laughs> but something is wrong with this plane. I just hope I can get down. It might be the weather or the pilot. I don't know. I'm just worried. I don't want to die now. I have so much more to give. I want to live the lovely, simple life with Marcus, with the kitties, and maybe one day kids. I love every day and all the challenges my job brings, and I still want to travel heaps and show my mum I can take care of her and want to see my brother in his successful relationship. And then I think the plane did something funky, and I, I stopped. And then what, <laughs> yeah. what an amazing, can I just say, that's a great let up, but where was I in it? <laughs> well, I stopped after my yeah, brother. I, I didn't get well, to you I guys like, yet. Okay, next time Excuse you think me. you're going to die, uh, yeah. can, you, can you put me at the front? I was too nervous to type. Anyway, I'm not putting you at just the front. Just a hey, Nathan I'm would be great. <laughs> hey, Cray, just anything. Just I just want a hello, you know? Just say, just say, Cray made my life a little better. There, I'm done. Just one sentence. You, you, you should practice actually typing it throughout the day so you're super fast with it. Like, <laughs> Cray made my day better. Boom. That's all I want. That's all I need. I mean, it's true, but I'll, I'm sorry you got left out. I'm sorry. I was focusing on something else. Dude, at the if time. I was on that plane, 
and the lightning started to strike my my bitch like on on the plane like and I felt a little zap. I am standing up and I'm screaming, "We're all gonna die!" And I'm running up and down that damn aisle back and forth, you know, kissing a random woman, you know, my last kiss before I fall, I go to hell, like smooch, bam, I, and then. You know what? Yeah, maybe I should fly the plane. So now I'm banging on the door <laughs> to try to get to the pilot. And I'm boom, 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 trying to get in. But he's not letting me in. <laughs> so good thing you weren't there. Let's yeah. say that because that wouldn't have helped the situation at all. Yeah, I think I up the level of everyone else's energy. So if I see someone vomiting, then I'll shit myself. Okay. <laughs> just to teach him a lesson. You know, don't vomit near me because I'll up your game. You coming for me? Would you come tell them that? You're like, I just shit myself. You, you okay with it? Oh, I'm getting up in the aisle because I've just come back from the pilot's deck. Yeah. And I'm pulling down my dax and shitting <laughs> in the middle of the aisle, you know, and everyone can watch it. I want them to see my poo come, to, come out of my asshole. <laughs> yeah. I want to see that. That's great. Yeah, let's look. I think that's a great note to end on. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, can I just mention one last thing? Sure. Is I was in that storm outside. <laughs> On the balcony, swimming in the pool. Yeah, like and a crazy man. <laughs> yeah, you could have been struck by lightning. And I'm swimming it's no, around. no joke. Yeah, because I don't fear the death. Well, I the f- death. <laughs> you know, I do. Like, I feel the. I fear the lack of life that I've got to live. Like, oh, that's what you I think fear. about the future? I never thought about that. You just think, oh up. my god, if you die, you don't keep going. Oh shit! <laughs> oh man. Why was I swimming in that pool yeah, last night in the have, middle of a storm? Yeah, the future little cray kids with yeah. mustaches running around being terrorists. Oh, man, I can't wait to be a dad. Damn, <laughs> what the fuck? Man, that's going to be lit. All right, I think we've been ranting on for a while. Let's leave it on the end of the note that Craig was going to shit in the aisle of a plane like if it's <laughs> going to. Like okay, so thank you for listening. Thank um, you. Make sure if you're listening on Apple or anything that to leave us a five-star review. Please leave us a five-star review. Listen... <laughs> I need the money really bad. I need some money, please. Five stars at Apple Pay. Small, please. You can't say like you're like I've made good money for my age, and then yeah, also know, saying this at the end. That's, no, no, that's this greedy. Is, this that's is greed. called scamming. This is called scamming. No, it's, it's this is scamming. Don't, don't worry, don't just scam and five star review, please. Thank you. That'd be great. <laughs> I don't think this affects our money at all. Okay, <laughs> great duo says Cray and Fruity have such a good dynamic together, and it's so interesting to hear what goes on behind the scenes. I need more of this. Oh, wait, no, that's by Kirby1062 that said that. Yeah. Not you, Great Duo. <laughs> yeah, the Great Duo was part of the comment. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, favorite podcast duo. Um, you two work so well together and I'm really enjoying getting to see more of the people you guys truly are. Thanks for the laughs by faith.ily1914. <laughs> Dude, you're old. 1914. 1914. You lived through the 60s, the 80s, the Dude, 90s. The you want to come on our podcast and the talk 40s? about it at yeah, all? Yeah, faithfully. You want to be on the podcast? Damn, you old. Oh, my goodness. Man, that's crazy, bro. That would make, make you uh, 106 years old right now, would it? Damn. Yeah, it would. Something like that. Jesus. Jesus. Um, so make well, you'll sure be meeting him soon. Don't you? Make sure to um, yeah leave leave a comment or like uh, give us five stars on Apple or follow us on Spotify or whatever else that can be done. Yeah, we greatly appreciate that to get more weekly podcasts every Thursday American European time and Friday for Australian and similar time zones. Thank you. All right, we love you. See you next time, baby girl. All in. <laughs> All in. <laughs>